Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Team Canada losing in a shutout. And after they had done the same thing to Russia, tough to take. 2-0, U.S. wins. And the World Juniors are over for another year. And it looks like in the U.S. now they've had uh, two wins. In Georgia, Democrats taking one of the seats, and it looks like uh, the second seat is now heading their way, although the counts are not complete yet. Too close to call between Ossoff and Purdue, but Ossoff now has a lead. Uh, could be a, a, as many as 16,000 votes right now. I just need to find 11,000 votes. <laughs> I just need 11,000 votes. If you heard that phone call between Trump and the Georgia Secretary of State, yeah. And his assistant, this Ryan Germany, Ryan Germany made me laugh because when I heard the call, Trump would be just rambling on like a mob boss who's been hit in the head with a hammer. And he's rambling on about these numbers and making up nonsense. And then there would be a pause. And then you hear this Ryan Germany guy go, no, that's wrong, Mr. President. Right. And then there'd be another pause because, <laughs> you know, Trump and his scrambled brains are trying to come up with another set of lies to try to sway things his way. And he'd ramble on more about his 11,000 votes. And then there'd be another long pause. And then you hear Ryan go, no, that's wrong, Mr. President. The problem is, you know, for, for many in this is that, you know, the Republicans are screaming about the mountains of evidence that they have. They mm. just haven't shown it. They don't have it. Right. Well, I, that's it, right? And, and you know, they say, well, you know, they're, the lawsuits, I think, what, 59 of 60 of them have been thrown out. Mm. Um, are all, they haven't been heard properly. And they never, because they were, you know, they were dismissed on their basis. Many by Republican judges uh, that were appointed by Trump. Yeah, it's so great to see it crumble. It's so great. And we've had so many people, we've had listeners who share your, send us emails constantly about how Trump's going to just sweep everything and win again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great to see him fall apart. Well, and today's another day for it as well, because today is when they'll meet in the, in the Senate, mm -hmm. uh, and it'll be Mike Pence at the, the head who will have to go through all of the electoral college. So what they do is they basically they list every state, and, uh, you know, do you affirm the Electoral College votes? Uh, and then there will be objections, of course, especially in the swing states. And sure. this is where uh, you've had some Republican senators saying they're going to object. Uh, and uh, it has to be like objected by a member of the House and a member of the Senate and signed. And then if that's the case, then they take each state that's objected and they, they pause everything and they debate for two hours God. Uh, about that. And everyone's got like five minutes to talk. Uh, and then they they go on. And so uh, it's whether or not, and this is where the pressure is on Mike Pence, mm. uh, he can he has the power to uh, to reject those votes, right? Uh, those electoral college votes. Trump says he has the power. Pence, uh, some debate whether or not he's already told Trump he doesn't think he has that power. Uh, that was a real question. I think the New York Post had posted something about that. Uh, a conversation between the two of them where Pence told Trump that he didn't have the power. Trump says that conversation never happened. And isn't Lord of the Fly splitting the country, too? Isn't he taking off somewhere? I, I, I read somewhere yesterday that the, after this, <laughs> Pence is leaving the country. So <laughs> Can't be found. No cell phone. Him and mom are taking off. It's going to... He's just gonna. He's just gonna go to Cuba for a couple of weeks yeah. or something. That's gonna do something. He'll be back January twenty first. It's amazing how many steps there are in, in all of this. Every time you think it's over, like there was back in uh, some point in December, 
where the uh, Electoral College got together and right. they, they announced Biden as the winner. And you go, OK, it's over now. What, December 14th. Yeah, and then, then there's <laughs> then there's like 900 other steps they can still go through. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, it is a major decision. You can see why you, why you should have some checks and balances. Right. Rather than, you know, hey, CNN declares the winner on November oh, 4th. Sure. And, you know. You know, the moving trucks come in. Yeah, for sure. You got to have some checks and balances to it all. Uh, obviously, you know, with 300 million people, mm. tough to count all of the votes at once. And then there, there is fraud that happens. You know, is it rampant? I don't think to the level that, uh, that you know, Donald Trump is looking for. Uh, but obviously, yes, there, there are going to be issues at certain polling stations, whether it's a stuck machine or, mm. or, uh, or a hanging chad like they had in Florida in 2005. That was the name of a movie I starred in. <laughs> hanging chad. <laughs> I the news this morning while uh, driving into work that Dr. Dre is in the hospital. He had a brain aneurysm. He's only 55 years old. They rushed him to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles on Monday. He is in ICU. He's stable and lucid. That's what LL Cool J says of his friend. Uh, Dre also issued his own statement saying, I'm doing great, getting excellent care from my medical team. I will be out of the hospital and back home soon. Well, he's got to get out of there quick because hospital is expensive. Yes. And he's got bills to pay. Lots of them to <laughs> To possibly the tune of $2 million a month. Dr. Dre is in the middle of a divorce right now that's going to court this week. And they say the stress of that might be sure. part of the problem here with the brain aneurysm. Sure. But this divorce settlement, or I guess what, what, what the request is, right now he's paying about $300,000 a month uh, to his, uh, his soon-to-be ex-wife. Uh, and yeah, she's asking for two million per month plus legal fees, but two and a half million dollars per month that she's looking for. Imagine that, and who knows if he ends up having to pay how that would feel, and for how long every month right. seeing two million come out of your account. <laughs> well, I mean, they say he's worth about eight hundred million dollars, yeah. uh, all told, and uh, he's got. She claims, or sure, her legal team. She's a lawyer as well. Uh, but uh, she claims that he's got about $300 million in disposable cash, <laughs> a lot of it from his Apple stock. Right. So it, it's not all just uh, you know tucked away in equity. It's, he's got some that he could be paying out, and she certainly wants a part of it. The mm-hmm. justification for it is pretty crazy, though. I mean, because the first thing you think is, oh, how the hell could you spend that much sure. per month? And what's she right? spending? The list of things... Laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month, <laughs> which is shocking because she has clothing down as $135,000 a month. Like how much, what, like where does that, you must have storage units full of clothes. Right. But I don't think you're doing a lot of laundry. No, and you're spending 135 grand on clothes a month. Yeah. Education. They have two uh, grown kids. Um, I think they're in their late teens, early 20s. So education being tuition and living expenses. $60,000 a month. I haven't spent sixty grand on both of my kids in their entire life. Oh, I, I got to go look at my RESP. I know there's not enough in that. No, no. It doesn't cost sixty grand a month to wow. go to school. I don't even know in the U.S. I mean, I know it's a lot more expensive there than it is here. But that that's crazy. What do they got? Dorm rooms the size of football stadiums? For entertainment, $900,000 a month. That's a party. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's the part. I'd like to see the breakdown. You could go about spending that. Yeah, yeah. You got to be out just dining at restaurants that charge you. I don't know two grand a salad. 
Well, and, well, and you're taking an entourage, obviously. Yeah. It's not just you. Right. Uh, I like charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. So she wants part of her uh, sell- settlement, alimony, to be so she can give it away for charitable contributions. Nicole, uh, Lucky and I are a charity. <laughs> we, right. we need some help. <laughs> if you could see your way to slip us a few bucks a month. Shocking they still have a mortgage that's $100,000 a month. Yeah. I guess lending rates are low enough that even the multi-multi-multi-millionaires. Unbelievable. But uh, and the one that really got me, telephone, cell phone, and email. 20 grand a month. <laughs> That's a lot of gigs. <laughs> They're in the States. Verizon's like 30 bucks. Yeah. And, you know, again, if she had been with him right from the beginning, like the NWA days, if she had support, if she drove the band around in her van and helped set up at gigs, <laughs> right. then I'd say you, you deserve whatever you get. But she showed up in the 90s when Dr. Dre already had his medical certificate. Yeah, his biggest album was 92. They got married in 96. Yeah. NWA was 85. So, yeah. yes, he'd already had a name. Listen, uh, you know, it's not gold digging for, for Mackenzie Bezos, right? Both you and I agreed mm-hmm. that when, when they split up, Jeff and Mackenzie Bezos, she was with him when he was selling books yep. out of the garage. When he quit his job yep. to say, I'm going to sell books out of the garage, and she said, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. If it works or not, I'm with you. That right there entitles her to her share. Yep. Uh, but to say that that she wants part of it, like he's hiding money from his name, uh, his rights to his name, which all happened. He was Dre when he was with NWA mm-hmm. and from his album. It, it just doesn't seem to fit that way. Plus, to spend 900 grand a month on entertainment. Well, you know who's going to be watching this, too, is Kim Kardashian, because the story is that him, her and Kanye are on the outs. Right. So uh, she'll want to see how Nicole gets... Uh, uh, settled up here. Interesting, though, because Kim might have more she in might. some senses, too. Yeah, and, uh, Kanye will go after her for <laughs> the two uh, million a month. There Anyhow, was a prenup signed in this uh, And this as is well. part of the problem. She wants that thrown out, so. She is uh, looking to do uh, more damage than this brain aneurysm to Dr. Dre. <laughs> as Eddie Murphy once said, she wants half. Half. People were asked what's their most popular season. What season do you like the most? And interesting, it was basically a, a three-way tie with uh, spring getting 30% of the vote, fall <laughs> getting 29%. Well, let me guess which one's left out. Yeah. Summer got 28%. Winter just 10%. And Summer was third? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, women ranked fall as the best season. Men ranked summer first. But overall, spring got the most votes. I like this, though. 4% weren't sure. Right. Like, you don't have an answer? <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I don't want to be unfair to any of the seasons. I don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt. I, uh, I well, well, maybe you know, depending on where you live, right? Like the cli- when the climate never changes, there is no season yeah. for some, right? You know, if they did this in like Southern California or something like that. Yeah, I guess in some parts, yeah, say in the states, in Arizona, dead summer is probably not not popular for some people because it's just so damn hot, right? But, I, you know, it's funny with the summertime, and we've said this uh, many, many times. You know, unless you're t- t- working on the roads or, t- you know, shingling roofs, I, I cannot stand it when people complain about how hot it is. It drives me absolutely crazy, especially for most of us, most of us. You know, you go from your air-conditioned house to your air-conditioned car to your air-conditioned office. 
Now, this past summer, you just stayed in your air-conditioned house. Right. You can go anywhere. But, uh, yeah, I get it if you're working outdoors. But uh, yeah, spring and fall are lovely, sure. I don't like the fall necessarily because I know what's coming. Mm. You know, it's the dread of, sure, the leaves look pretty, but I know what's around the corner. Yeah. And I also hate when people start with, oh, it's good to put on the woolly sweater. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Well, you know me, I don't like it because it's got pumpkin spice on everything. That's right. Yeah, it's a t- it's a tough time of year. But anyhow, so uh, so we like our fall, it seems like, or our spring the best, then fall, then summer. And I'll tell you what, spring might not be far away if we keep this kind of weather up because it's going to be basically mild for the rest of the week and sunshine starting tomorrow and carrying right through till Tuesday of next week with all temperatures hovering around zero. So we'll take that. Hmm. I was reading uh, yesterday, and uh, and I do feel bad uh, for uh, for certainly uh, people who do enjoy the winter and skiing. And I know that your pals up at Brimacombe are struggle, struggling through this, as all the uh, the ski hills are. But I didn't realize that uh, only Ontario, uh, on the entire planet, has shut down skiing. Yeah, only Ontario, not just in Canada, around the world. It's so strange. The whole skiing thing, uh, shutting it down. Makes zero sense. One, it's an outdoor activity. And two, as far as I can tell, when people are going down the mountain, they got helmets and masks on. Yeah, well, the masks, uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, well, you got the goggles. The, I've seen people's the faces kids covered. put balaclavas on and stuff like that. For the most part, people didn't. It, it, regardless, I, it, the decision comes down in talking uh, and then reading what Mark Rutherford from, from Brimacombe has said is it's, it's more... It's it's not necessarily about the distancing there and the the protocols that they've put in place. Remember, they had like all the small businesses; they've had to put protocols in place, right? And they've had to you know build an infrastructure in order to be ready for pandemic life mm. uh, at their at their facilities. Uh, all of them have. The problem is, is when you go into lockdown and you tell people not to leave their homes and then you open places up where they can go and leave their homes to go to. It's the travel mm. in between. Uh, and, you know, in reading some of the articles, of course, we posted uh, them on DurhamRadioNews.com and some of the comments. Uh, and, and one was from uh, a, a, a frontline worker in the healthcare um, who said, you know, as much as they love skiing, not a great time to have a lot of injuries going to the hospital either through that. Now, sure. how many would actually be happening and the, and the numbers for that, uh, you know, that's all up for debate. But nevertheless, the, the reason for it explained by the province is if we're telling you to stay in, why would we open up places to go out? I actually uh, was at a bakery yesterday and they're the first place that I saw that has really put in place steps for uh, people hovering around outside and lining up to get in because it's a small bakery and they only allow four people in at a time. So they've already put up tenting, full tenting, out in their parking lot that you can walk through. And I was talking to the owner and he said, yeah, it's not cold enough yet, but we'll be putting heaters in that tent as well so that uh, people have to line up to get into his store. Really? Uh, They'll keep warm, yeah. Huh. What's wrong with that? Well, I don't know. Isn't that just kind of like... Extending your indoors at that point? Well, you're six feet apart. It's open at the front and the back. Or do you want people to stand out in the cold, Lucky, <laughs> when it's minus 14? I'm not asking them to do anything. I'm just saying they're being told, stay inside. <laughs> it's groceries. We got to eat. You got to go to your bakery? Yes. That's where my buns are. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. This wouldn't have happened in my hometown of Brampton if I had been there. But a dude in Brampton, actually, I should reverse that because I'm not from Brampton. I'm from Bramalee. Okay. It's a big difference, you know.
It's kind of like that Whitby Oshawa thing. Anyhow, a, a dude in Brampton stole a package off of someone's porch on Monday. And uh, they caught him in the act. Uh, so he tried to speed off in his car. This is some solid Canadian justice right here. <laughs> he drove right into the back of a snowbank. And the car didn't have the power to get out. The cops came, surrounded the car. He was arrested. And the people he stole from caught pretty much of it all on video. You had uh, anything uh, stolen off your porch? The uh, porch pirate? It's, it's fine. We thought we did this year. Uh, it was a, a package that uh, said it had been delivered. We followed up and it, it promised it had been delivered. Uh, and uh, and as it turns out, uh, when they investigated it, it went down the road mm. um, to, to, another uh, to another address. Um, and and uh, not exactly sure why they didn't just return it right away or mm. set it down. Because I've done that. I've had the wrong mail show up mm-hmm. and just you know walk it down to the house and, and throw it at the front of their you know, door. Yep. Um, but uh, but nevertheless, we we were worried that we had. Interesting though is that the, you know the kids get down the YouTube hole. Uh, these days are always uh, on YouTube and watching different things and TikTok. And uh, and one of the guys that I support them watching is this uh, channel called Mark Rober. He's a he's an engineer uh, who does all these kind of different YouTube experiments. And one of them that went viral was a uh, a, a, a an exploding package, mm. basically a glitter bomb that he developed with cameras inside. He's got four cell phones I think I've tracking seen this. it. Yeah, he's done a few of them now. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so he talks about the process of making it and the reason why and and then shows the footage from these porch pirates who are stealing this thing. It looks like a set of like Beats headphones or something really iPhone related expensive. Uh, and then they open it up. But when you see the footage of it, what is shocking is how many people are are doing it, mm. how cavalier they are about it. You know when they're opening up the package. Uh, and like they're ticked off that they got a glitter bomb mm-hmm. instead of like, like they've know, been done wrong. Like, yeah, they, they, they've been wrong somehow in this. But how many of them have kids there with them? Yeah, and, and it it truly is sad when you look at it. You think, what the hell are you teaching? Yeah, this kid. You know, one one kid's like, do I get to keep the iPhone? You know, no. It, it, it's it's. I, I don't know if it's it's a sad thing that it, society's come to this, the need to do this, mm-hmm. um, where you know apparently that so many people are you know are, are short on things that they need to steal to get it. Um, but it, but it really is shocking to see how many you know like families think this is okay to just pick up someone else's stuff and take it. Yeah, and you see, it's shocking how much it happens when so many homes have the cameras outside now and you're, you're getting caught on film all the time doing this. There's tons of YouTube videos of, uh, and I love watching these, of, of uh, porch pirates who fall and hurt themselves. Right. It's always great. You see some woman break her leg running across the lawn or slipping down the steps and falling on their back. It's I think it's been less way. of an issue this year because too many people are home. Yeah, you can catch them quicker. Yeah. It's well, I mean, there's cars in the driveways. The neighbors are there. How do you how do you know when you go to that house? It's always a scary situation. It hasn't happened to us. We don't order that much stuff online, so we don't really have to deal with it all that often. But I, I have thought. It's kind of like if you see someone breaking into your car in the middle of the night. What do you do about it? Do you approach them? I'm always afraid that if I went outside to collect some, you know, say Maria ordered some kitchen thing or David ordered something, who knows what, books or something, then I'm going to go out and fight some guy on my driveway for mm. it, you know? You need it that bad, have it. I'll just, you know, I'll get another one. Because I'm always afraid the guy's going to pull out a knife and stab me or right. something. Uh, I think I've watched enough movies to think if I stay two car lengths behind, 
and get his license plate. I can right. get on the phone, call the cops, and get the popo there with me yeah. as I chase him down. And you get your Swedish pump back. I was uh, coming out of the grocery store yesterday and uh, picked up a few things. I was walking to my car, and as I walk to my car, I take off my mask once I'm out of the store. And the, the freedom rip? Yeah. I act like a surgeon coming out of uh, emergency, <laughs> saving a child. I saved the patient. Uh, and as I'm walking across the parking lot, I get a, uh, a series of sneezes, about four or five oh, of them in a no, row. And that's not good for you because you I'm are... A, I'm a loud sneezer. You are a machine gun sneezer. Yeah, and it came out of nowhere. And I luckily, through all this pandemic, I don't know that I sneezed in this room once through the whole thing. It's been rare because I, I am quite the sneezer. Anyhow, I get my sleeve up and I, and I sneeze into my sleeve. But there had to be, I don't know, half a dozen people walking either into the grocery store or out of the grocery store. And we're all a ways away from one another because we're in a parking lot. But I could see as I was sneezing all the heads turning my way. And I felt so embarrassed about <laughs> sneezing. Again, I'd rather have pooped myself. Yeah. Uh, well, and like with your sneezing, the way you sneeze, because it, it is like rapid fire. Yeah. I would be diving out of the way <laughs> like a grenade was going off. Yeah, I know. We have been lucky there. I mean, you've sneezed a couple of times in here. Right. Uh, and I've just been, uh, I'm happy to report that I haven't because I know with the way you are with this, your your head would explode if I sneezed. Well, I mean, you get the urge and you, you have to. But now, more than ever, you turn away, you sure. cover, you know, into your arm, yeah. your elbow. Uh, but, you know, and... <laughs> When you see it happening, even like when you hear that, mm. it could be like two aisles over for you. Oh, you just want to just leave, drop your groceries and leave. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. Something in the, I just got to get away. Just a cloud of something bad is coming at me. And I, and I feel bad because I know how judgmental I am. Like if I hear or see somebody cough or sneeze, I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> of course, then when I do it, I'm like, sorry, it's only it's natural. Like, you did it in the parking lot? Yeah. There's probably about six cars that needed wiper fluid. <laughs> okay, relax with my sneezing. I can make fun of my sneezing. Enough with you making fun of it. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.